Hi there, and welcome to Closer. I'm Andrea, and I will be guiding this conscious conversation on getting closer to your true nature, your greatness, your emotions, your partner, closer to humanity, the community, and the earth. So lean in and let's get closer. Today's episode will be on emotional intelligence. So before we begin, I want to invite you to take a few breaths with me just to become really centered and present with me here. So let's relax the shoulders, allow the jaw to soften. Let's close the eyes. If you're driving, continue to pay attention to the road. If you're sitting, feel your feet pressed into the earth. Feel the air around you with your palms, with your body. Go ahead and inhale deeply through your nose. And exhale fully. Remembering that the breath is an anchor to this powerful present moment and can help us return to this present moment whenever we wish. Let's take three more deep breaths here. Remembering who we are. Checking in with our heart. Calling in clarity, calmness, and focus. Sealing with one final breath and calling all of that in. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me in that. So let's go ahead and dive in. Emotional intelligence. Why is this important? What does that even mean? So emotional intelligence is basically where cognition and emotion meet. This is a place that all decision-making comes from. So emotions guide our entire life and there's very little, very little guidance in this, how to navigate through emotion. Emotional intelligence is where our capacity for mental resilience lies. It's where healthy communication lies. It's our foundation for empathy and stress management. Without understanding how to process emotion healthily, we disrupt our natural ability to flow through life, to channel what we want to receive and what we want to channel into our life. To be emotionally intelligent enhances our relationships, romantic, our workplace relationships, family, and even within the community. And you can even go larger, and it's the root of all minor conflict and all major conflict in the world. Like, I'm talking war. 
Becoming emotionally intelligent allows us to observe objectively, express accurately and freely, know what we need, how to ask for it, and how to understand others and what they need and how to address that. Have you noticed that there is not much support even when you are a child on how to understand the emotions that you're feeling? So if we're mad, we can really be feeling distant or irritated or skeptical or afraid or hurt. If we are feeling good and peaceful, that can come from feeling intimate. That can come from a place of security that can come from feeling relaxed or being nurtured. And so if we are scared, we can actually be embarrassed or inadequate or feeling discouraged or overwhelmed. So it's nice to know how to pinpoint the emotion because we only have about five words that we use, maybe maybe more. So when we think of emotion, we think of happy, sad, mad scared, right? And that's about it. So think about as a child, if your parents don't accurately know how to name their own emotion or contain it, that sets us up for an adulthood of confusion, right? So this is why it is really of utmost importance to understand emotion I remember as a child, I would go off and hide in my room or I would run outside and climb into a tree and just cry and cry. And this was me processing emotion that I didn't quite know how to name or understand or handle. And not that I'm sure my parents did the best that they did, that that they could at that time, but without adequately knowing how to channel that, different personality types can react to that emotion really poorly. It can end in physical dispute, verbal abuse, um, saying things we don't really mean because we are so in caught up in that fiery feeling of whatever is coming up right? And so this is the same on the opposite end of the spectrum. So for feeling really, really elated, really happy, really joyful, and making a really impulsive decision because we are um, fantasizing about this or, or feeling so optimistic, which I'm not saying is a good or a bad thing, but I'm just saying to be aware of the emotion in which we are feeling can help us tremendously in so many ways. So in relationship, in our romantic relationship, we are able to build and attract and maintain romance, maintain relationship in a healthy way. In the workplace, we will be able to network, sell, lead and manage with flying colors if we are emotionally aware and within family and community this is a big one 
while able to heal family wounds, mother wounds, father wounds, understand our family, relate to them better, right? Sometimes don't you feel that your blood relatives couldn't be more distant from you? Because we have a lack of understanding of where they're coming from and they lack understanding of where we are coming from. But we love them with our whole hearts, right? And this can be so, so hurtful and so damaging out of context. And within community, there is a huge, huge need for community in the world right now. Massive, massive um, wounds taking place in community as we are socially distant and avoiding each other, avoiding we're not even able to see each other's face at the moment and let alone talk freely at the moment. So community, we can feel hurt by our community. We can feel angry at our community, critical. We can feel appreciated and respected in our community. So let's get to the root of, of this together. So a practical way to learn to identify your feelings correctly is to take a look at a mood chart. I will attach to this episode a feelings wheel and this helps us to get in touch with those emotions that we don't necessarily know how to name. So like I said with anger, we can feel shame underneath and so when we accurately know how to name an emotion, We will be able to track it and call in the support or ask for the support we need for that specific root cause of an emotion. So vulnerability is a huge thing as well when it comes to emotions. To be vulnerable and supported in your emotions is also super important. So The next thing I would ask for you to do in identifying feelings, and I challenge you to do this today, is to track a particular emotion today. Pick a feeling that you're feeling and follow it. So let's say that you are feeling motivated this morning. Write down in your phone even who you're with, what time it is, where you are, what you're doing, how intense that emotion is is for you. So how motivated are you feeling on a scale of 1 to 10? What triggers this emotion within you? What triggers your motivation? And so you can do the, apply the same method to feelings of sadness. And this helps us to get really deep into what it is that is actually causing a certain emotion to manifest in our physical reality. So the next step is going to be to push through and seek support. So we bury emotion over a lifetime, bury it so deep into the body that our body starts to actually feel the emotion for us unconsciously. Like it is so deep within our cells like this is 
this is very real scientific stuff. So it can be very painful to dig up emotion. So it can often feel like things are becoming worse as we feel our feelings, as we don't escape them anymore, as we don't suppress them any longer. So I encourage you not to give up, to receive the healing that you need to get more in touch with yourself. You can seek help from counselors, from friends, from someone who can make you feel safe. And then the next step is expressing these emotions in healthy ways. Once we know how to name and track emotions and learn what we need to do with them, we can have the healthy conversations that we need. And that helps us tremendously in so many ways, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast. So get creative find out what helps you to process your emotions and let's commit to our emotional intelligence upgrades together more to come on this in the coming episodes i look so forward to growing with you see you next time